Agotner Shabbos, we're about to begin, Beis Hashem, Shir number 79 in the series of the Svarim of Rav Zelik Pliskin. We Baruch Hashem completed the Sefer on Kindness and the Sefer on Serenity, on Menuchas HaNefesh. And um, I was deciding what to do next, and um, someone was Miyayitzmi Good Eitza, that together with Menuchas HaNefesh, in order to have it in the best possible way, one needs to have self-esteem and self-confidence. Rosella Pliskin does have a book on self-confidence and self-esteem, and we're going to address that now in the third Sefer, and we're going to be marich and go through different aspects, not just what's written in the Sefer, although that will be the base. The reason why we're going to spend time on this, and the reason why we're going to emphasize this particular mida of self-confidence is that it is so important for all of us to end those self-critical beliefs and actions that we have and do that keeps us stuck, that keeps us overwhelmed, that makes us defeated. And there are people who are psychotherapists, therapists, or just people who understand human nature, that see clearly that low self-esteem is the number one culprit underlying almost all of common life problems, creating within us crippling self-doubt and self-sabotaging behaviors. To make it clear, though, we're not talking about this woke, um, left, leftist culture, liberal culture in America, where they take this concept called self-esteem and they use it in very twisted ways, where they don't take responsibility for themselves, where they feel good about themselves without any accountability whatsoever. So they have a warped concept of what self-esteem is. So when you hear the word self-esteem, We're not talking about that type of self-esteem. But real self-esteem is something that the terror wants from us. Low self-esteem is so universal, unfortunately. Creates a lot of mental health disturbances. It leads to anxiety and depression and stress-related disorders. And the more unshakable you will be in your self-esteem, the more you will enjoy a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. The one thing we need to know, and this is something that for many years I resisted and didn't want to accept, is that self-confidence is not something you either have or don't have, although some people have it more naturally than others. But it's actually a mental quality and a learnable skill that can enhance every aspect of your life. I admit I didn't always feel this way. I thought that it's something either you had or you didn't have. I felt very often that if I lacked self-confidence, it's not something I could do much about. And that was a falsehood. It is not true. It is a skill. It takes knowledge and wisdom, tefillah. Sometimes you do need chizik from other people to get you on track, to realize that you are worth what you're worth, which is infinite, 
But with that self-confidence, once you develop that skill, you can learn to think and speak and act in your highest, best, and wisest self. It goes without saying that because this is a Shalom Bayis group in general, how much healthy self-esteem could enhance a marriage and save marriages. You need to realize whether you know it or not, you have many skills and talents already that you have within you that once you develop, you could create that self-confidence within you. We will talk later about how self-confidence is not gaiva. That's a very important point. It's actually anava. The true anavim, true humble people, are self-confident. It means you're comfortable in more situations. There's a certain modesty in this self-confidence. And one needs to learn how to do this because every parent is a public speaker and a salesperson for their child. They're giving over their values to their children. If you lack self-confidence, it could be a major handicap in your life. The absence of self-confidence will give the impression that you don't know as much as you do and you're not as competent as you actually are. In reality, you are competent and capable of tremendous amount of things. But with self-confidence, you have that ability and knowledge within you that is brought out while if you lack self-confidence, it's dormant. It is not arrogance. It is not conceit. Humility means it's an awareness that you know what you know and you can do what you can do. But you appreciate that all your knowledge and all your skills and all your talents are gifts from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Very often people look at self-confident people and mistaken them for being balegaiva, arrogant. Now, it could be some people are arrogant, yes. But I admit sometimes, in the beginning, when I had low, much lower self-confidence than I have now, I looked at some people with self-confidence, the way they talk, there's some arrogance in there. And that was, in many cases, a wrong assumption. They just had healthy self, self-confidence. We brought down many times before that just like there's a chiv to know your chesreinus, there's a chiv to know your flaws, there's an equal chiv to know your mylois. That is the chiv of self-confidence. The chiv to know yourself, your mylois too. It can't be a one-side street. Very often we're so critical of ourselves and we only see the negative in ourselves. You have the opposite people that have that inflated ego and so on they go the other way but many of us are extra extra critical and we don't see our milas we need to see our milas and develop them and by developing them we develop a greater self-confidence and we get we open more to new ideas and we need to understand that we are all capable of doing this and this will enhance our lives it'll create a tremendous simcha in our lives and it'll enhance our marriages. When you are self-confident as a husband, 
or as self-confident as a wife, the marriage thrives. We will talk in the Shiurim, we'll, mention, we'll go through the entire Sefer of Rizalek Pliskin on self-confidence, but we're also going to discuss and re- give you tools and literature and exercises from many sources. Some of it is related to CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Some is related to some healthy meditation and forms like that, all based on Tyra and Chazal. We will also talk about Chazals that discuss this, discuss this concept of Bishvili Nivra Oilam, that the world was created for me. It's brought down, it's a famous vart, that a person needs to have two pieces of paper and two pockets. One of them saying, One of them saying that I am dust and ashes when you want to, you feel arrogant. You have to take out that piece of paper. But very often, when we feel down, and when we're self-critical, and we want to bash ourselves, then we pull out the other paper. Of Chayim Adam Loime Bishvili Nivra Oilam that the world was created for me. Many of us need that. The world was created for me. I don't deserve my wife. Yes, I am a good person and I will bring out my potential. I will be the best husband possible. I do deserve my wife. I don't deserve my husband. Yes, you deserve that wonderful husband. You be the best that you can be. And you need self-confidence, self-esteem in order to get there. One of the big yesidas that we'll start off saying now, which is so important for all of you listening, is that you need to practice to prove and learn how to prove the quality of your life now. No matter what state you're in, no matter how disappointed you are in your life, you don't improve it when you will be 10 pounds lighter or when you will be more successful or when you will get that job promotion, or when you will get into that top choice school or yeshiva, or when I will make more money, or when the children finally get themselves together and they're thriving, or when you finally meet that special someone. Embracing your greatness is loving yourself and your life now without preconditions, no ifs, ands, or buts. That doesn't mean that you're not going to do the work to get yourself to the point to get into a bet, to, to the, that better place. But you right now, for example, you feel you're overweight, you pretend now, this is how I'm going to behave. Now, I'm going to start behaving as if I lost that weight already. I'm going to start behaving now already as if I got that promotion, as if I got into that school, as if I have that more money. I will start behaving in that mindset now. And we'll talk about skills and tools and how we'll go, go, to, go about this. Another thing that's very, very important, and I recommend this for everybody, is writing. A lot of exercises we're going to work with, and it's really up to you. You could listen to the shiurim. That'll be great, and that'll be helpful, and you'll learn a lot, and it'll enhance your life tremendously, especially the shiurim, our, Shab- our Friday, Friday shiurim. If you listen to it on Friday, you go into Shabbos with this, and practice a lot of these things on Shabbos with a Simcha, with a Menucha Sanefesh. That's a beautiful thing. But if you really want to make the most of it, 
And believe Neda, I'll do everything I can with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help to provide all the tools possible to make your life a wonderful life as best as you could. But it requires work. And if you're willing to put in that work, you'll see a tremendous change in yourself and in your marriage. And writing down is so important. When we're going to give written exercises to write it down. Why is writing so important? Because writing it down, whether you write on paper or you know, you type it up, whatever it is, you zero in on whatever it is that you're writing about and it eliminates unhealthy ways of thinking and replaces it with healthy alternatives. We're going to explain how you go about doing that. You will gain objectivity when you write your thoughts down. It forces you to face things when you write it down. You face thoughts. Normally when you're thinking in your brain, you push it down. But when you write it out, you learn to face it and think it through. And if you just keep it in your head, you avoid them, you treat it like a nagging cold, eh, you're not going to do anything about it now, but you won't get rid of it either. But while you're writing it down and you put it in front of you on paper, you'll see it, you'll start doing something about it. It also helps you gain a different perspective on it. Problems become more solvable. Just like you have Lahavdal, you know, you have many math or physics equations, it's too complex to figure it out in your head, so you do it longhand with a piece of paper, you work it out, and you could figure out that complicated problem, a math problem. Same thing it goes with your emotions. Emotions can be very, very complex. And when you take the time to write it down, how you're feeling, and all your perspectives on it, and you write it, you don't have to be fancy, you don't have to be a great writer, but you do it longhand. It could help resolve complicated issues. Ideas come to your head and you get clarity from what you wrote down. It helps you focus on the problem. While it's in your head, you'll be distracted and not address them. When you write it down, it'll be addressed. So writing is definitely very much encouraged. So basically the idea behind it, and will be Messiah, is that in order to be a healthy, happy Jew, You need to develop self-confidence and self-esteem, not like the woke left describes self-esteem, but what the Torah views self-esteem as, which we're going to explain. Which means you love yourself, you be your own best friend, you give yourself chizik, and you squash that preoccupation and obsession of how much you goofed and how much you did bad and that you should have known better and you should be different. You stop that internal bashing. Now we're going to talk about how to take that concept. doesn't mean that you... Okay, so if you say everything's okay, you're not going to do anything? No. Of course you're going to do something. Of course you're going to do something. But but by obsessing and bashing yourself for it, that's not how it's going to work. You know with love and self-care, you realize, okay, I have this and this that I'm going to correct. You take inventory of your own beauty, of your own greatness more than you take inventory of your flaws and mistakes and regrets, or at least equal, not any less, certainly. If you make an inventory of all your chesreinos and your mistakes and your regrets, at least to the equal proportion, and if not more, you make an inventory of your beauty, your goodness, your greatness, your good qualities. You view your shortcomings with compassion. Everyone's human. 
You view your future with a hope and with an optimism. You learn how to learn from the past and not wallow in the past. To be mindful in the present, which is connected to the previous safe of Menuchas HaNefesh, but self-confidence will help you get there. To take care of yourself. Sigh your mind, sigh your body, sigh your neshama. You take care of your people sometimes neglect their body, they neglect their neshama. They need to take care of both and to take care of their mind and to find your own voice and stand up for yourself and you learn the learning tools that can help you change and develop your thinking in a healthy way and to use stress when there's stress in life to challenge you and to motivate you that it won't crush you anymore. It won't debilitate you. You'll look at it as an opportunity. You'll get strong. You'll exercise those strength muscles to be able to handle the matzavan that normally would crush you and overwhelm you. You will be strong enough to take it on with a certain joy and a certain self-confidence. And you can do this. And we will talk about this, Be'ezus Hashem. It is so important. We're going to go through Be'ezus Hashem not you know, I'm working on the format now. We're definitely going to do Rav Zelik Pliskin's Safer as the base, and then we're going to go through other concepts and tools and exercises that could help. And we're going to talk about Mamori Chazal that bring out this concept of self-esteem and self-confidence in a healthy way. The first one being the Gemara Sanhedrin Daflamet Zayin Abad Aleph. Therefore, it's incumbent upon every single individual to say that, and he's mechayiv to say that, because of me the world was created. Rashi says, I'm chayiv like an entire world. And I will not get myself involved even with one sin to be pulled away from it. So in other words, your sur meirah, you're getting rid of negativity, is not coming from a place of unhealthy fear or unhealthy um, tensions, but from the fact that you're a tzelem aleikim, you're a great person. And we will go through this three-pronged thing of going through Abzalek Pliskin's books with his exercises, other written exercises, Stories, Mamori Chazal, all to build up, to give ourselves chizik, to give each other chizik, and to become and to thrive. This will help every individual human being, and in Shalom Bayis, it will help tremendously. It could turn a marriage 180 degrees in a positive way when this healthy feelings of loving yourself in a healthy way with that confidence creates a warmness and a communication between a husband and wife that's not paralleled anywhere else. Have a wonderful Shabbos.